the Diverse, the podcast of the Society of Women Engineers. SWE supports the advancement of women at all levels in engineering and technology. And one way we do that is through professional development events and online workshops. Visit www.exec.swe.org to learn more about our empowering and engaging three-day event for engineering leaders and executives taking place this June. Or attend one of our three virtual Reignite Your Light workshops designed to help women engineers at every level find happiness, balance, and direction in their careers. To learn more, visit advancedlearning.swe.org. Now let's get to today's diverse episode. Hi, I'm Heather Doty, FY21 President of the Society of Women Engineers. Welcome to SWE's Diverse Podcast Series. Please remember to add this podcast to your iTunes and like or follow us on social media. Visit SWE.org for more details. I'm joined today by Osa Cervoni. Osa Cervoni is a curious and results-oriented leader in technology, business process re-engineering, and operations, and is currently the Global Program Manager for Generation Services, CRM, and FS Digitalization at Siemens Energy. Osa is a natural relationship builder who is passionate about mentoring and volunteering with organizations both in and outside of Siemens Energy. She's a confident trainer, leader, and mentor who excels at identifying team members' strengths and increasing the productivity of a department. Deeply interested in data and digitalization, business intelligence, and change management. Thanks for joining us today, Osa. Thank you, Heather. I'm very happy to be here. And we're happy to have you and get to know a little bit more about you and your background. So let's just dive in with what initially sparked or inspired your interest in STEM. Well, uh, growing up, uh, I was born and raised in Sweden. And growing up, uh, we had engineers around the family my father, uh, my uncle, uh, my cousins later on turned in to become engineers. And at a young age, I started uh, joining my father when he was tinkering with things and working with different things in his basement when he was not at work. And I just got interested in all of these mechanical things and engineering. And really, that's how it sparked. Uh, When I got my first car, for instance, and this is a long time ago, My father and I together uh, exchanged the choke wire, which old cars had back then, together. So I've always stuck my nose into things where typically it could have been a boy's area back then. But I enjoy that, and I also enjoyed all that time with my father. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I think a lot of people probably get their first spark for engineering in some kind of method of tinkering. I didn't have any family members who were engineers, but I enjoyed playing with like Legos and Tinker Toys. And it's just the name is right there. Right. So (laughs) absolutely. Well, so, so what came next? Maybe walk us through your academic and professional accomplishments. Like where did you go to school and how did your studies influence your career path? Well, and and I was going to say, actually, I didn't go into engineering when it was time to go to the university. Uh, I decided, well, maybe math and this technical stuff was not for me, and I decided I was going to go into business. So I started out uh, as an economics student at the University of Lund in Sweden, and I studied there for a year and a half. Uh, and little did I know that economics also has a lot of math in it. So I circled back there. Uh, Then later on, I had the opportunity to come over to the United States and finish my university studies. 
So I ended up uh, with a degree in international business and economics and management. Having said that, though, I was always drawn to technical companies. So my first job out of college was actually with a software company, which I joined as a consultant. And their view was, okay, you have the business background, which is great because you need to understand our clients and bridge that gap between technical and uh, business. So we train you on the technical things and then you work with our clients that way. So that's how I started out my career. Uh, and later on, after I had spent about five years on the road, I had the opportunity to join Siemens Energy. And uh, that was a great move for me. It's an international company. I get to work with people from all over the world. And, and throughout my uh, 19 years with Siemens, I've had the opportunity to work in IT. I've had the opportunity to work in research and development, in operations, in procurement. So I've had a lot of different opportunities within Siemens Energy to try on new things and bring the experience from each role with me in building those networks and gaps in between. I, I think that for me has been a tremendous experience. And the red thread, I want to say, throughout my whole career has always been, how do we solve problems for our customers and the business using technology as a lever? Absolutely. And solving problems is what engineering is all about. So definitely a relatable um, background that you have there. So, you know, one of the things that we do here in SWE is we're really interested in in helping folks find inclusive environments. So what what do you think, how can others in the industry create a more diverse, inclusive environment within their own companies and teams? Well, what, what I feel, what helps, uh, and when I have conversations and what I see within our company is curiosity. If you are curious and you ask a lot of questions and you want to learn, then you're also going to create that inclusiveness because you're curious about people, you're curious about their backgrounds, you're curious about their opinions and their solutions. So I think one of the things that should always be present is that curiosity. Because once you have that, you become interested in new things and you become interested in people, their differences and what they can bring to the table. I also think the awareness needs to be there because we all have our own backgrounds. We all have our own luggage, so to speak, that we carry with us, which carries our own biases. So we need to create that awareness that we do have that, because if we don't, we may have that unconscious bias where we lean towards people that are like us. And I think the inclusive environment is critical for our business, and it's critical for any business in order to be innovative and create new things. So here at Siemens, we talk about the 360 inclusion. Include everybody that needs to be included. Be transparent with what you do. And we also try to help people and foster 
personal ownership. And in order to do all of those things, I believe the psychological safety is very, very important. We need to create the environment where people feel safe to speak up. And that's part of that inclusive environment that we want to build. Absolutely. I, you said a lot of things that really resonate with me. I mean, my theme this year for being president and for our conference for SWE this year was practice curiosity for all of those reasons that you just said. So I, I really love that answer. And, and inclusion is that psychological safety is absolutely paramount for inclusion. I love that. Um, speaking of, you know, things that, that perhaps people need to overcome or, you know, perhaps, uh, Maybe you've had experience in environments that maybe weren't as inclusive, or I don't know, what kind of obstacles maybe you have faced in your past as, as a woman in, in this field, and how did you overcome them? Well, I, I, I think, you know, um, both as a consultant and also uh, in the industry, in the energy industry that I am now, it's fairly male-dominated. Uh, we, we are having women in the pipeline, but, you know... There are a majority of men at all levels still. And I think so many times you are the only female in the room. And I think be yourself if you're comfortable with who you are and be yourself and can bring yourself to the table. I think that don't try to be a man. Don't try to be something that you're not. And the other thing that I would say is breathe. You know, sometimes it's just relax and breathe. Because once you have a seat at the table, you have that seat at the table for a reason. Okay. And people want you there. So, and sometimes if we don't feel comfortable speaking up, that can be okay. And if you want to ask a question, but you feel it's not maybe the right, take a note and follow up and ask that question later. But I think the most important part is be yourself and remember that you are there for a reason. Absolutely. I like that. Breathe. I, I think we can all use that advice probably at least once yes. a day, if not more. <laughs> I, I think um, sometimes it's easy to get tensed up and, and that breathing just helps you bring it back down again. Absolutely. Um, well, speaking about being tensed up or something, it can, it can definitely be difficult as, as a working woman, especially one in a leadership role, to find a healthy work-life balance or, or, or at least integration. Um, what do you do personally to unwind and disconnect from your professional responsibilities? Like, what are your hobbies and what do you do for your re-energization time? Well, for me, uh, family time is very, very important. Um, my safety zone, for example, it's my home and my family. That's where I relax. That's where I sometimes get frustrated and need somebody to have frustrating conversations with. Um, as an introvert, though, when I do recharge my batteries, I do it alone and I really enjoy reading and I enjoy music. So when I'm really, really tired or it's been a rough week, I, I go and I spend some time by myself just reading or listening to music and just to recharge uh, that. And I think me and my husband, we have, we, we have a good system set up now because we've been together for a long time. 
So he he can see on me, okay, it's time for her to just go in, close the door for an hour, then she'll come out and she'll be okay. So for me, work-life balance is more of a flow, moving back and forth as opposed to a balance per se. I think you sometimes you have busy periods and other times you have busy periods at home. So I think it's more of a flow and recognizing that flow. One thing that I would say that somebody gave me the advice, and it has also worked for me, is in all you do, be present and 100% engaged. So if you're at work, be present at the moment, listen and be engaged. But also when you're home and you're with your family or you're with your friend, be there 100% and be present. Don't look at your phone. Don't be distracted thinking about what needs to happen at work. If you really can divide that time and be present where you're at, I think you're going to get a whole lot more quality out of it. And I'm looking at it as quality time versus quantity. I could not agree with that more. And I think you and I are maybe a little bit kindred spirits because the reading and the music <laughs> is totally my way to recharge also. Um, and flow, I love that. It kind of makes sense. You working for an energy company, talking about flow instead of balance, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> well, that was great vi- advice about being present. But our last question is always, what if, if you could give any one piece of advice to current engineers who would like to move up the leadership ranks, what would that be maybe in addition to that already great piece of advice that you gave us? My advice would be, don't do it alone. Uh, You have peers, you have mentors, you have a network. I I would suggest continue to build your network, continue to create relationships with mentors. And the other thing is, don't be afraid to tell your story. A lot of times we are hesitant to telling what we're doing and what value we're bringing to the business. Especially as females, I think we're more critical uh, than sometimes men are. So don't be afraid to tell that story. And I would say, take the opportunity to work on special projects. Take opportunities to reach out and build your network, even in areas where you may currently not be. Because you don't know who you're going to run into. You don't know who's going to be your champion or your supporter as you move through your journey and through your career. And also create relationships and identify who your sponsors can be. And who are the people that talk about you when you're not in the room? So... I I would say find something that you're really, really passionate about. If you're like me, an introvert, and you have a hard time building and telling your story, find a topic you're passionate about and start there and become public in that area. And then you can build on that and what your story is. No, and the last thing I would say is get involved, share your experience, help others and be a mentor And also you give back. I think a lot of times with mentor relationships, the mentor gets at least as much and sometimes more out of a mentor-mentee relationship as the mentee does. Absolutely. I agree with that. 
That is great advice all the way around. Osha, it's been great having you today. Thank you again for taking the time to speak with us. I, I think that you have a lot of great advice and background, and I, I'm sure that some of our listeners are going to take it to heart. My pleasure. Anything that I can do to help. And this is one of my ways to giving back, and I think that's one of the biggest rewards that we have as we grow in our careers is the ability to give something back. I've had the opportunity uh, in my career to meet fantastic leaders, mentors, sponsors, and anything we can do to give that back that, that really warms my heart. We are kindred spirits. I agree with you. Same here. Um, thank you so much, Osha. I, again, I'm Heather Doty for all of us at SWE. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Diverse. If you feel inspired to make a positive change in your career, make sure to register for SWE's professional development workshops by visiting www.exec.swe.org and www.advancedlearning.swe.org. Please don't forget to leave us a review on your preferred podcast platform and share this episode with your social network. Thanks for listening.